Good morning. Thought I would get an update to you uh, ahead of the USDA report that comes out at 11 a.m. this morning, where we will get uh, revised planted acres based on surveys that they sent to farmers in early June. And then we get quarterly stocks, which are um, government's surveying of grain elevators, commercial entities, and farmers. And we get a sense of how much old crop grain is left in the United States. And there is a lot of anxiety around these numbers as the market tries to guess, um, you know, how many more corn, how many more bean acres uh, we're going to plant. And, of course, the private sector has numbers all over the place. The consensus of the trade coming into the report is that we're going to add 2.6 million acres of corn, 1.35 million acres of beans. So round it up, call it 4 million more acres of corn and beans. Now, that would be a record, by the way, uh, the largest increase we've ever had between the March and the June estimates is 3.6 million acres, 3.5 right in that area. That ha- and um, so this would be a record increase in acres from the March to the May contract. And so, you know, this is, I, I'm, I guess if you had, to, you had to look at this, this is kind of what the market has built in into the prices. And of course that would increase supply, you know, accordingly. The market is looking for about a 250,000 acre drop in cotton acres and a slight drop in wheat acres as well. So that would be the supply side and, you know, would have repercussions on the balance sheet, of course, as far as what the, you know, the, the supply could be. Once these acres are announced, then that story is dead and gone. And then it's all about yield where we still grapple with the dynamic of extremely warm and dry Dakotas and Minnesota, parts of Nebraska and Iowa, and wet and cool uh, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana. And the market seems to have come to the belief that overall we're going to make a, a normal crop. You know, too dry in one area, nice and wet in the other, and that we're, we're going to make a normal crop. That's what's priced into this market, right? So that's what you have to ask yourself is, after this large sell-off here, what, <clears throat> how much of this data is already priced in? And I believe with the extremely sharp sell-off in corn and beans, the bulk of these acres are already priced in. The bulk of the rain is already priced in. And so, you know, we, we went down and, and got right around that 515 area on December corn, got around 1240 on November beans and that priced in perfection in my opinion on these crops. So once this data is behind us, then the market goes back toward focusing on weather and yields and demand. And it's important to understand the demand dynamic which continues to skyrocket based on global production problems. Brazil's crop is now had a series of frosts on it. Those poor guys can't buy a break. So they planted it a month late. They had record dryness for six weeks, and now they're having an early frost. And as a result, that crop has fallen from 108 million metric ton production down to 90 million or less. And to put that in perspective, that's about 700 million bushel drop in production 
<clears throat> and in the end, it might be you know closer to eight or nine hundred million bushels. And of course, that's that's supply that's supposed to hit the world market in the form of exports, and that is now gone. And in the long run, that will ultimately bring demand toward the United States. So, you know, just a reminder of of how flawed sometimes these data reports can be and how far behind the USDA has been over the last year Uh, on the demand side. I just remind you of, of last May's balance sheet, May of 2020, where they predicted a 3.3 billion bushel corn carryout uh, and a 22% stocks to use ratio. And here we are now, uh, a year later, sitting on a 1.3 billion bushel carryout, basically a miss on a combination of demand and a smaller crop of 2 billion bushels in one year. Staggering miss by the USDA ultimately taking our stocks to use ratio this year down to 9.1%, which is uh, hovering around record tight levels. Soybeans in a similar situation. Last May, we had a 400 million bushel carryout, and now we're down to 155 million bushels, or a 3.5% stocks to use ratio. So the miss by the USDA pretty consistently is on the demand front. And I highlight that because I think that's exactly where we sit right now today. Yes, we will get an increase in acres, and yes, the supply side will increase after this report, no question about it. But then how big a miss does the USDA have on demand? And we have talked before in my previous balance sheets how I think it's close to a billion bushels on corn and a couple hundred million bushels possibly on beans as we sit here with record crush margins on soybeans and new soy crush plants being built. So, you know, it's pretty clear to me that even though we may add acres and maybe the USDA's balance sheet softens a little bit in the July report, over the long run, demand is staggering. And now that global crops are burning up, uh, that, that demand will continue to come to the United States. Uh, another example is the canola crop in Canada. It made record high prices here two days ago, uh, the Minneapolis wheat crop. So that Upper Plains area is completely burning up, and the Minneapolis wheat crop traded as high as eight fifty a bushel here. But that's a long ways from being over if, if these hotter and drier models verify over the next couple of weeks. That will put the finishing touches on Minneapolis wheat, and we're probably headed much, much higher. Similarly on canola. So, you know, global production continues to be challenged uh, in, in almost all of these crops. And even though we might make a slightly below trend line crop, I'm going to put the corn yield right now at 175 after these rains. Moved me from 170 on the national yield back up to 175. And then soybeans will be off just a little bit. So not a big hit on the supply side. But Again, with demand that's coming, we, we have to make a record crop in order to keep these balance sheets from completely blowing up on us again next year. So the surprise in this report would be slightly more corn or slightly more bean acres. Either one of those would possibly take this market back down and retest those lows that we made last week, which would be 515 December corn, 1250 November beans. Um, you know, and, and we would go down and test those levels and probably hold as the demand side that has been coming in over the last week, 10 days now, comes in even heavier and buys those lows. So uh, no change really in our plan because I think 
once these acres are known and the quarterly stocks are known, we then immediately forward on to uh, demand, which we know now based on the collapse of crops globally, will come to the U.S. and then U.S. weather during pollination in the middle toward end, uh, end of July on the upper Midwest corn crop. So I will report back to you with the data uh, by text uh, once the USDA report comes out, and I'll give you that update then. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.